episode 280. Thank you all for listening to episode 279, Homa Gooch. I am Homa Gooch, here with my co-host. <laughs> parrot McFlyer, Parrot. <laughs> Dr. Cody Wagner Jr. Oh, God. <laughs> Thanks to Wes Anderson for Mind Quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing, allworkclothing.com. Check Brandon out. Go to the website, make your order. Give him a call. Mention Overline Sports Podcast. He will hook you up. We got some hats coming here shortly. Looking forward to getting to those. We got to give out a hoodie to Brad. I'm going to see him this weekend for UFC, so I'm going to give him his hoodie. Looking forward to seeing him. Has been a while. And, and Cody, you got you know you got to play with Brad when we played uh, played uh, against Jeremy's squad. He's a good dude. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He all right. He all right. Yeah, Brad was gassed. <laughs> he about yeah, died he out there. <laughs> Yeah, he had nothing left, man. He he wants to go golfing, man. So we gotta we gotta get out there and go golfing with him. Take us yeah, three and call to. Brad. Brad would love to. He said he's good for nine. I'm like, shit. We played thirty six, motherfucker. Nine. I like, say nine. That's a warm up, man. <laughs> was so just getting loose. Thirty six. You were what? I was sore after that thirty. Oh, dude, I wasn't even sore. I was exhausted because you knew I slept three hours a night before. I had the shot the day before, my second shot, and then I get home. I took a power nap and then got up and did everything because Kelly was knocked out for two days Damn. after her second shot. Yeah, fucked her up, but it's all good, man. Thank you too, Crandall's Quality Landscape. Escaping, not staking. You see, I want to stake. <laughs> Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Talladega, Alabama. Talladega, Alabama. I, I love the TV that you're in, Paris. <laughs> Shit's great, dude. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got to thank Sparty Steve. He's a biggest sponsor of the show, biggest supporter. Paying for episode 300, the venue at the Waterville Event Center. He's going to be providing the food, which I think we're going to get some JoJo's pizza. Looking forward to that. Get us some JoJo's, maybe some subs, some wings. We'll have to just get a smorgasbord of items. Looking forward to that. We're going to have a great time. Episode 300. I got to run this by you guys. I was thinking about this. You know, I was like, oh, we could do a trivia with, uh, like, we were going to do crossover with the grownups, you know, pop culture and wrestling or sports. What I was thinking is we should have Jeremy do – like let us four be together you know the the over the line guys be together and all we can answer is pop culture questions like and maybe it's have like shiv and 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 brandon consult with jeremy so it's not too hard but not too easy and then we just have them answer wrestling questions and sports questions but it's got to be like difficult enough that that shiv won't just get them that too, or I, or another thing I just thought of, maybe. Okay. Um, we could do like, um, just still do our two-person teams or whatever. Yeah. But have Jeremy do questions, trivia, from everything like 2010 and up. After you were 
just a thought. Uh, we'll have to talk to B and uh, the Shiv when we see him this weekend. You know, it's just another idea, just in case, you know, we only get a few grownups out there. Um, it'll be okay. I also have like a, now I have a spinning like wheel thing that I, I bought for the kid that we use for everything. How we pick our movie, how we pick our dinner, how we spin this little thing. I'm like, we could do something with that too. It's almost like a wheel yeah, of fortune. Man. Y'all here doing spin the wheel, make the deal at home, dude? Oh hell yeah, man! Got a question wrong? Are you something? All right, all you need is a question wrong. You got to do something. Like yeah, a... we won't even do points. You get a question wrong, you got to do one of the things on the list. That might be what we do. <laughs> Shoot, all you need is Jake Roberts and a little person, and you'd be good. <laughs> Play till last man standing. Yeah, you got to pee in this trash can. Yeah. Oh, no. That's the Jake Roberts special right there. Yep. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. All right, look here, Jabroni. You out here jerking the curtain, out here in the opening match, not getting any action. You tired of your payoffs being low. You know, hit up Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Meet with him online. Either, you know, email, live chat, uh, however you want to do it. Make sure you get the book as well. Take notes. So you go from that that jabroni doing the bingo halls, you know, every other weekend to main eventing, having last man standing matches with the, you know, with the with the diva superstar of your choice. So hit up Connell Barrett, DannyTransformation.com. Buy the book. I'm saying one more time. Buy the book. Pre-order it. Don't even wait to buy it. Just pre-order it right now. Get ahead of the game. That'll help everybody. So before we get into trivia, I just want to know your thoughts on the ratings last week for AEW getting over a mil. 1.2 million when they're finally alone on Wednesday. Do you think they keep it up? And if so, for how long? Two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like two weeks. Like they easily have two more weeks. You know, they're, you know, they want to do this. Uh, you know, they're apparently going to have the quote unquote payoff to the inner circle, um, the inner circle pinnacle feud, which still makes no sense to me. Since, you know, the Pinnacle first turned on Inner Circle and then Inner Circle got their revenge back the next week. And then the week after that, Inner Circle got the better of them again. So why are we having this match? You know, like if you just wanted to have a, a reason to have a War Games match, hell, you could just throw some random people that they do any other time to determine a number one contender. So you could just did that. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. They want to be able to do this stuff so bad that they don't even try to think out the logic in it first. You know, it's like, you, why, why are we paying off a pinnacle inner circle feud? You know, like, inner circle's already gotten the better of them, and they're out here doing promos, man. It just don't make sense. You know, you, you're not supposed to have the babyface team out here doing promos every week. After they've gotten the better of the heel group, well, why not? I mean, I mean, you're supposed to be tuning in to see 
you know, if the, the babyface team can overcome the heels, man, it's supposed to be like, where's your payoff? You know, you're supposed to see that heel get the better of the face team like every single week until the big payoff. And hell, they just advertised this match. I want to say like, like they just started advertising the match tonight. And I think it's, I just seen. Hey, dude, who won that match with Christian Cage, by the way? Cage. Did he? Yeah, he outworked. He outworked him. Whatever the hell that's supposed to mean. Like, you got Christian Cage coming in here like he's some type of rookie or something. Because he's just going to outwork everybody. Like, I still don't understand. Like, what does that mean? Like, what do you mean you're going to outwork everybody? Dude, come on! He's gonna work out, work out, and he's gonna outwork, work it, outwork. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Now we got Darby Allen and Jungle Boy. Hey. Which Jungle Boy? He's a whose kid is he again? Mm-hmm. Jungle oh, Boy, Luke, Luke Perry. Luke Perry, nine hundred two one zero. Looks like him, man. Right. Looks just like oh, dude. So okay, yeah. Inner Circle and the Pinnacle. That's supposed to be next week. The War Games matches next week. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, like, so what's the payoff? Like, you, you built it up. Dude, I'm telling you, I wouldn't be surprised if Vince Russo is working with these dudes. Well, I'm just, I, you know, I hope this is what we talked about, that singles run that they give Jungle Boy. Because we said they were messing up by not giving him a singles run yet. Right. So, you know, but this is big because, you know, how they think highly of Darby Allen. So this could be big. You know, I'm, I'm happy to see him in there. We all know he's going to be a superstar and he's just a kid still. Isn't he? Isn't he only like 22, 23 years old? Yeah. He's still in his twenties. Yeah. I mean, he's still just a baby, man. But I mean, if you think, you know, you'd figure if they were going to, I just, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I don't understand it. They're going to mess around and not pull. They, they've waited too long to pull the trigger on jungle boy. To be honest, he should have broke up with them a long time ago. 23 years old. Gosh, be 24 in June. Dude, like Jungle Boy should be the TNT champion, to be honest. Well, he's like, fighting for it right now. He ain't going to win it, though. You never know. But he's not going to win it. We both know that. Come on, man. We both I, I know. You want to be optimistic. I want to as well, but we both know it's not going to happen. Dude, like yeah. Jungle Boy should have been – he honestly, to me, he should have been the first TNT champion. I mean, look at that dude, man. You want to get, you know, you're trying to get other people to watch. You're trying to get new people in there to come in. And it's not like he's a bad wrestler, man. He's a great wrestler for as young as he is. You know, like, what better way to get new viewers is by, you know, we talked about this last week, how, you know, how we, th- you know, how, well, you guys think that. How you guys think that the network being on Peacock is going to help them branch out to, uh, you know, into the mainstream, which, you know, if they haven't done it by now, like they, you know, they're not going to do it. I mean, you got to think of the Attitude Era. That was the most successful era for WWE. And the most they could do was get Mick Foley ravioli commercials. like i I mean i'm just being honest you know like that was the most crossover in the mainstream they could do so but i mean in in AEW, like what better way to have a new championship that's named after the network that you're on 
why not have somebody like Jungle Boy be the TNT champion? You want to branch over in the mainstream, who better than Luke Perry's kid branching over into the mainstream? You know, like, I I don't know. That's at least something that I would have done. You know, and I would at least have tried it. You know, like, you at least got to try it. You know, like, how many new viewers are you really pulling in when your TNT champion is, now don't get me wrong, Darby Allen, he's a great wrestler too, but are you really pulling in new viewers with a guy that paints half of his face like a skeleton and gets dragged around in body bags behind pickup trucks? Right. Hey, did you see this just came across my phone? This is random. Um, this is random what I'm about to tell you, but did you see that LeVar Burton is going to be one of the last hosts of uh, Jeopardy. Guest All host. right, man. He should have been the host. He should be the host. Right. You got generations of, of adults, man, that learn. All of us, man. To read from, well, yeah, like learn to read the reading rainbow with LeVar Burton. And then you got to think even, you know, our parents and, you know, grandparents, if we're still lucky enough to have them around. Remember him as Jordy LaForge. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't beat that, man. You know, it's just it's better than having Joe Buck. <laughs> oh, I saw that and laughed. And I don't even have a problem with Joe Buck. But it's just like, you know, he could just be so condescending sometimes, man. It's just somebody going to fight him. I, I guarantee it. Like, there's, there's probably you know, a story now because somebody went to his dressing room and tried to fight him because they got an answer wrong. And he just, you know, that's incorrect. Correct. Like, <laughs> Eric. Because I know I'll fight him. Wow. All right. You ready for trivia? Yeah. All right. Get that chat box ready. I got to open my chat box. All right. For two points, this WWE Hall of Famer's first WWE televised match was a title match against Jackie on the 1998 episode of Sunday Night Heat in which she wrestled under the name Starla Saxton. Hmm. Trying to think of the women that would have been around in 98 that are in the Hall of Fame. Oh. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. That one, my, my answer seems like it's too obvious, though. I got mine in there. I don't know. I'm going to go with it, even though it feels like it's just too obvious. Well, I've got a uh, wonderful, mighty answer. All right. All right. You ready, Parrot? Yep. Parrot? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. (laughs) (laughs) My mighty answer. She wasn't quite mighty yet. Right. Old Starla. The great. Oh, look at Holly that. Holly. 
sad to hear of the recent cuts. I was a big Bo Dallas fan, even though he hasn't done anything in years. And Samoa Joe is great with commentary. Still think he could wrestle, so that was a surprise. That's all I got. See you next week. Um, well, WWE wouldn't clear him. That's the problem Ooh, to wrestle. Right. And, um, you know, I agree on the commentating. Guy's a fucking great. But um, Better than Corey Graves. Oh, God, yes. I like. Do you like the the dude they just picked up from ESPN on Raw? Oh, Adnan, I like Adnan. Adnan's I like him. great, dude. I like him during baseball games, man. I like the you know he's just happy. You know what I mean? Like he wants I don't to know, be like, there. Yeah, like there's just optimism. Like when you hear his voice, like no matter what he's commentating, uh, when he was on ESPN, no matter what he was commentating, like you could tell he wanted to be there, or at least he portrayed it. You know. And it just like he could have made the freaking cornhole championship seem like somewhere to be, you know. So I don't know, man. I I hope it turns out well for him. I miss Samoa Joe, but dude, it'd have been nice. You can imagine him and Samoa Joe on commentary. Woo. Oh dear, it'd be insane. That'd have been nice. Yeah. I'm hoping. Um, you know, he's probably gonna go to AEW. He's got that 90 days. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, Samoa Joe's no dummy. He'd probably think like, I mean, I'm gonna end up going to Impact and just getting paid more. You know, like basically that's what AEW is. Go back home. But yeah, he's not going to Impact. Oh no, there's no way he's going to Impact. You don't think so? Uh, no. Oh shit! I mean, he'll nuts. probably go. He'll probably go to AEW and get lost in the shuffle, and just be another guy. Like, I think the best part about him being in AEW would be his debut. But besides that, I don't I don't know. And then you got to think, I mean, Samoa Joe's no spring chicken either, though. Which might have been part of the reason why they wouldn't clear him. Saying he's what? Samoa Joe? How old is Samoa Joe? He's what? In his late 30s? Samoa? Yeah. Samoa. He's got to be. Oh, no. Samoa Joe's 40. 40? Yeah. 42. I was about to say, he's got to be in his 40s. AJ Styles and him are roughly the same age. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, you know, 42 years old, man, which is part of the reason why I'm sure that WWE wouldn't clear him. So, how do you actually say his name? Nufalau? Nufalau? Sanau? Joel is you, his middle uh, name. Yeah, you, your guess is good as mine. New, Newfola, Joel, Cianoa. Sorry, Joel. If I pre- I, I'm sorry if oh, I pronounced it wrong, man. I don't want no smoke. Samoa. Yeah, I don't want no smoke, man. Can you imagine, like, dude? Just I don't know, man. They everywhere he went, he got messed up. Like they messed up his, you know, character. You know. Like, because he's great on the mic, you know? Like, could you imagine, like, how cool he could have been as, like, this Samoan heel and, you know, how they usually portray the Samoans as, like, these wild, uncivilized savages that don't want to do nothing but, you know, beat you up. And Joe could have came in as this, like, sophisticated, college-educated heel. Like, oh, man. Oh, it could have been dope. 
and he could have beat you up in the ring. Woo. I mean, you want to see how great Samoa Joe was, go look at that Samoa Joe-Kurt Angle match when Kurt Angle first went to uh, TNA. Oh, yeah. When when Kurt Angle beat Samoa Joe and broke, like, his undefeated streak that Samoa Joe had. Yep, dude. It was nuts. And see, today, what I'm excited about, because we're not going to be in here too long, um, you know, my favorite thing was, I, I don't know if you saw Samoa Joe's Twitter, all he put was after he got released was be well, and it's fucking Charlie Sheen getting on an airplane. <laughs> he was all fucked up. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I think was, yeah, dude. I think Joe is probably what the most high profile of the releases. Uh, all the Iconics got released too, though. I can see them going to Impact. Uh, I mean, Impact has probably the best women's division right now in wrestling. Uh, at least, like, the tag team. So, I, eh, we'll see. I don't know. I did watch uh, I watched the, the, the WWE stuff they had on A&E this past weekend. Though. I, I didn't watch it yet. It. I did not watch it yet. It was all right. It was all right. Was the treasure uh, thing kind of cool? Right. It was what I said it was, unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Like, you know how, you know, like how I said that it's, uh, you know, they probably haven't, like, it's not going to be this huge, like, outrageous search. Mm-hmm. Like, they, you know, like, basically, dude, they, like, went straight to people's houses. You know, like, like how would you not know, you know, where this memorabilia turned up? You know, like the first episode they did, um, this one was centered around Mick Foley. So they went and they tried to find his original Mankind shirt, the first one. Oh, nice. Um, Like the very, yeah, his very first one, which was actually made of leather and didn't know that. That's pretty cool. So you learned something. Yeah, yeah. Um, they found his original one, uh, which I just, I don't know. I just can't see how it's like, quote unquote, found. Um, uh, hit that. The one of the Mr. Sacco's that was used on Raw, they found one of those. And there was a, oh shit, it was three different items. Uh, it was his sock, and I want to say another. Oh, the vest, one of his flannel vests that he wore as Cactus Jack. Cactus. So, yeah, and uh, so they ended up going to like find this guy in Detroit. Um, you know, and the, you know, like I said, like it just. I mean, there's only so many people that have wrestling memorable pro wrestling memorabilia. So I, you know, like I don't think the net is going to be that big. Because, I mean, they were taking video of these people's houses. Dude, their rooms are full of, you know, memorabilia, legit memorabilia that, you know, if you weren't in the, like, you're not going to accidentally come across this stuff, like the shit that they had. Um, The guy that had... um. Dude, let me see. One dude, the guy that had the vest, he was kind of being a jerk about having a vest. I mean, he, 
Like he wanted like a tour of the warehouse and like three thousand dollars. What? Yeah, man. To get the vest? Yeah, to get the vest. Man, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I mean, it was all right. But, I mean, you know, it's just like we said. Like, you know, like, they they know where this stuff is. Yeah. Uh, just, but I think the offers are probably legit, though, you know? Right, right. Um, the uh, Another thing I was going to say is that, uh, you know, we got the baddest baby on the planet coming. Oh, of course. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Darby, well, Rhonda's pregnant. That's what I meant by that. Now Darby and Jungle yeah. Boy are getting beat up. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes sex had to be made for the greater good. You know, what happened I to Sting? To, I tried to hold out for as long as I could, you know, but, hey, and she want a baby. She want a baby. Yeah, yeah. see, you got that book, Count of Barrett, datingtransmission.com. Exactly. Oh, damn. Darby got his ass beat. Who's this dude out there? Oh, here comes Sting with a bat. Grandpa. Oh, Lord. Come Uncle Steve. He done woke up. Who's that? Who's that big? Hold on. I'm fast forwarding. Oh, so. Wait. So Sting and. Sting and the dinosaur. Big Gumby. Gumby Saurus. Is that him out. just without the mask on? Uh, let me see. I'm trying to catch up. Gumby Saurus. Trying to catch up. Who's that? Scorpio Sky? Oh, yeah, yeah. Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page beating them both up. All right. So, oh, yep, yep. Got to rip your shirt off. Show you me business. So, wait, how'd the belt end up in the ring? Did Darby win the match or something? I don't know. I, I, I kind of missed all that. All right. I'm trying to rewind back. Let me see. That's what Let I'm trying see. to do, too. I think he won. Yeah, he won. Uh, okay. I told you. No, no, no. I think he's shocked he won. So it was pretty good. That was a good match, though, uh, dude. And I'm happy it was the main. Yeah. I did not expect that to be main. I mean, this was kind of the problem with Jeff Hardy, too. You know, like, trying to sell the daredevil dude that can't really talk. You know, I don't know. I can't remember how good or bad Jungle Boy is on the mic, but. Yeah. We're going to see, though. Let's see. They just got jumped. Yeah. Um, Scorpio. Oh, yeah. Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky. Page, right? Yeah. Okay. Nice to see Ethan Page there, though. Lance Archer comes out. Dude, Jake Roberts looks terrible. Like He looks like he was... He looks like he just left a massage parlor or something. <laughs> well, we, in a couple of weeks, we got... Uh, we got Like we were mentioning, we got... Um, um, what do we got? We got Dark Side of the Ring coming back, right? Yep, yep. Oh Lord! Then Uncle Steve come out pointing with the bat, huh? That's that's what we get. That's our payoff, huh? Yep. The first time that Jungle Boy and Darby Allen have a match, which you could have sold, because that would have been a reason that I would have tuned in for. And I I get you know some quick finish like out of the blue finish. Like he might as well should have had a distraction roll up. 
You know, like and and where the fuck was Gumby Soros at? Oh, you supposed to be you supposed to be watching my back. <laughs> Gumby Soros. Uh, like, come on, man. You supposed to be watching my back and you get taken out by Uncle Steve. Uncle Steve. Where's And then he comes back with a bat and you mean tell me two dudes in the shape of Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky couldn't have taken out Sting with a bat? <laughs> right. Just come on, man. Uh, That's what I mean. Make it make sense. I know. It's... Uh, and that's what I'm saying. Like, don't why? Like, why are you insulting my intelligence? Like, you had me. You had me at Darby Allen, Jungle Boy. Right. They had it. The um, um, I don't know what happened to our parrot. Where the fuck did he go? It looked like he flew to coop. Flew to coop. He's taking <laughs> parrot, dropping parrot eggs. I say he might be, yeah, he might be dropping. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. The, the, you know what? The Stone Cold biography, it was all right. It, stuff we already knew, right? Yeah, I mean, it was stuff we already knew. And I mean, the footage was cool because it was yeah. a lot of footage that you had seen. But, you know, if you're a, if you're a, you know, if you're a lifetime fan or whatever, and you remotely know about Stone Cold, you know, it wasn't much, anything new. And it was just basically about his career, too, though. I mean, they did his, you know, his, like, him growing up for, like, five minutes. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and after that, dude, it was straight into wrestling. So... But, you know, the only bad part to me about it is that if you're somebody new trying to get into wrestling, you know, like, you're going to watch that, and then you're going to try to watch what's on TV now, and then you're like, well, shit, man, no wonder nobody's watching it. Because, I mean, to me, that's what I took out of it. You know, like they're showing old footage of Austin versus The Rock, man. And you can see, like, you know, everything, like, you know, they made it believable. You know, like the the Rock Austin matches at WrestleMania, man, like, you know, it was believable. Like you could, you know, like you you could suspend your disbelief and it didn't insult your intelligence either, to where like you could see where the rock wants to beat austin you know or and and vice versa to where austin doesn't want to lose to the rock you know you could see like two of the biggest stars in the in the business you know headed for a collision course and one not wanting to lose to the other right and you could see that and you could feel that just even watching that old footage man and you don't even get that now That's what happens, you know. Yeah. A sad state of affairs, man. I was hoping we'd still have the parrot. <laughs> parrot. I say, what happened to him? He flew to coop. Oh, poor guy. Oh. Uh, man, where's our parrot? 
man. I was hoping I had it all ready. Maybe we'll save it for next week. Let's save it for next week. So we were going to cover Barry Windham today, and we'll watch it next week. WCW Saturday night from uh, April 25th, 1992. Stunning Steve Austin with Paul E. Dangerously. Now, what's funny is, man, Paul E. was 25 years old. Stone Cold was 27. (laughs) And fighting Barry Windham, who was about 32. So we're going to check that out. We're going to watch the promo next week, uh, WCW Saturday night. It's not on the network yet this one so we got to find it on the old youtube and i found it Jeez. yeah um, i remember having that match with Wyndham. paulie over on the outside excuse me sir i was on the outside for that match and may i say it was one of the best matches that was ever on wcw saturday night <laughs> <laughs> That was a good fucking match. And uh, just the, the promo was good, too, with Paul E. Dangerously. Paul E. Dangerously. And we don't know because Parrot ain't here. We lost our Parrot. Lost our resident Parrot. Poor I wonder parrot. if he sent me a message. Poor Parrot. Come uh, on back home. Come home, Parrot. Yeah, come on, Parrot. Parrot. The um, so uh, one thing I did uh, I was going to mention you know John Cena out there doing everything he's got Fast Nine coming out which I'm excited to see him as the bad guy the heel that we all want to see him as against Dominic Toretto his brother <laughs> uh, going to be good uh, but hey man congrats to John Cena just released two books uh, in the past couple weeks one for kids do your best every day to do your best. Do your best every day to do your best every day. All right, then. Um, so you're going to have to check that out for the kid. Be good for the kid. And then the other one I like for adults, I'm going to I'm gonna check that out. I'm actually intrigued by it. Be a work in progress and other things I'd like to tell my younger self. Which I agree, okay. man. Always be a work in progress. All right, Johnny. You're all right. I'm going to check both those out. I'm going to get the one for the kid. I think it'd be good for him, you know, read encouraging words. He likes John Chena. You know, John Chena is an author yeah. already, man. He had those uh, those elbow grease books. I mean, John Chena, man, he good. he's a good role model, man. He's a good role model. Yeah, all the shit he does for Make-A-Wish. And yeah, you ever he seen those? Man. You no, ever seen that? his elbow grease books? Elbow no. grease is a monster truck. Oh, you ever seen that? No. Oh, man, you got to get that shit for little Cody Jr. Look at this. Here, man. I'll show you. I think okay. I, Grayson has one here. Hold up. I'll share my screen. I mean, I know he's good for the kids and the adults, you know? Oh, yeah. See, look at that. Here you go. Little elbow grease. Look at that. Elbow grease. Okay. I don't see Dwayne out here writing books for the kids. Hell no. He's making he's making vodka and tequila. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing shit I mean, for the adults. He's doing it right? tequila. I mean, it's, yeah, it's for the kids, but, you know. Because of the kids is what he's doing. Oh man. Oh man, I might have to check that out then. We just started soccer with, with Cody Jr. And I don't know how this is gonna turn out, man. He he already walked off the field twice this past Saturday. Yeah. Uh, he said he couldn't get the ball. 
I said, well, you got to go from the other side and get it. Oh, said, no, I don't want to. I'm tired. I'm tired. That's my kid, no. man. He, he did soccer and that, and he's like, I ain't doing it. I'm done. And now yeah, he's in karate. Yeah. That's his thing, man. He's okay. out here whooping ass. He's going to whoop all our asses. The, uh, he, uh, but uh, Peapod, the uh, Peapod just notified me that the RPW that happened yesterday, because now we're recording the show on Wednesday, but that happens since this comes out Sunday. It came out yesterday, RPW. Uh, we were there, and just not yet, The uh, as, as we're recording. Uh, it, it is at a VFW, so that'll be cool. Go. Bad we couldn't get an appearance from Demaniac. <laughs> Demaniac. <laughs> the uh, we want Demaniac. The um, that'd be badass. The uh, yeah. look. Looking forward to that. But you know we we can't watch it. We got to save this for next week. We we'll save this watch along for next week because next week we actually have this. And we'll probably just watch this. And then we're also, we're looking for, hopefully we can find it. Um, it's a match on Raw 1994. I think they have Raw from 94 on there now, don't they? Maybe. I haven't checked yet. But we'll check it out when uh, the Quebecers fought the Head Shrinkers because we'll cover the Head Shrinkers. So maybe we'll just do a double dose show next week. Just do a double watch. Uh, stunning Steve Austin, Barry Windham, and the Head Shrinkers against the Quebecers if we can find that. And then... Cody, you and I are going to have to sit down and plot out the next uh, several May and June of our who we're covering. Yeah, yeah. Dude, for my money, man, Stunning Steve was better than Stone Cold. Oh, yeah. And I what, mean, what, I know Stone Cold was a star and everything, but that Stunning Steve was a whoo. That Stunning Steve was hell, man. Stunning Steve. Uh, damn. Well, you know, we, we wanted to talk about the AEW ratings. I'm sad that Parrot's not here. He he left yeah. us. I was hoping to have him watch that. He, man, he probably, he probably got diarrhea. Oh, here he is. Oh, oh, look at him. Here he comes. He got a blowy. Swooping in. Oh, man. <laughs> Bro, Burger King, no more. Oh. I will never eat it again. <laughs> so man. well we're gonna save it parrot for next week so i just found out by the way that that event is moved it is at the vfw up there so that'd be cool it's what at I a told. vfw yeah but you, we didn't know what it was you're like it's in this building <laughs> it's a vfw so it'll be good and um we were gonna watch barry windham because i you know what i'm gonna just i'm gonna give you a i'm gonna give you a little taste parrot I want you to see. You know who Paul Heyman is, right? No. Oh, okay. Well, you'll you'll see him more. He was at WrestleMania. He's Paul Heyman. He's the guy with Roman Reigns. He used to be Brock Lesnar's voice piece. Dude, I still haven't watched WrestleMania yet. Okay. Well, Parrot, I'm going to share this. Share computer sound. And... Hopefully it plays, and you're gonna just see. So you're gonna see Stone Cold at 27 years old, and Paul E. Dangerously at 25. And first, you're gonna see Barry Windham, who we're, we were gonna cover today because this event took place 29 years ago today, April 25th, when this comes out. But um, we're gonna save for next week. We're gonna do a double watch next week. But I'm gonna show you the promo, and here we go. Yeah, out of three falls, 
There's Barry Jim Wyndham Ross, will challenge stunning Steve Austin. Let's hear comments from both competitors. Can you all hear it? Steve Austin, you've yeah, become yeah. a puppet of Paulie Dangerously and the Dangerous Alliance. Now you step oh, into a situation when my hand was crushed in the car door and you were there at the wrong time because Paulie Dangerously Barry set Wyndham, the whole Jim. thing up. Now, tonight, I am going to give you the He's wrestling only 32 years of your old life there, Jake. and that world television championship that you cherish so very much. But wait till you see stunning Steve Austin. I have set a goal you see for him, he's only 27. Tonight, go. right here on WCW Sunday night, it's time for Barry Windham to finally him. learn his lesson. The Dangerous Alliance That's has a 27 toyed, year with, old you and toyed with you and toyed with wow. you. And tonight, stunning Steve Austin, two out of three falls, is going to finish up the you know, I told the world a few weeks ago that I would be the greatest world television champion ever and, and that I am the best wrestler on TV Dangerous today. Well, Barry Windham, I'm going to prove insane. that to you not once, but twice. You'll see. Both those men are ready. Oh, You'll I, see I forgot about that, dude. Those were when the, the TV title matches were two out of three falls, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, Pauly my Dangerously. Oh, man, that takes me back. Back in oh early nineties, WCW was some of the best wrestling out there. Like oh my gosh, pound for pound, it was the best wrestling on TV. Yeah, you may have had Hogan and Savage and 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 WWF, but it it, it was not. It was nowhere close to that wrestling, freaking WCW. Like from ninety from like ninety one to ninety three. Oh my gosh, they were killing it. Oh, hell yeah, they were. Depending on what type you were wrestling you were looking for. Like, if you were looking for, you know, what they want to call wrestling, that WCW had it. Like, if you were trying to be, you know, quote, unquote, entertained, yeah, you had that, you know, in WWF. I mean, Bret Hart was still only Intercontinental Champion. Shawn Michaels hadn't really turned the corner yet. So... You know, you were stuck with, you know, Tampa Terry, man. Kicking around Sergeant Slaughter. Hell yeah. All right. So one last thing I was going to do, and I laughed my ass off. In WWE, in 2K20, um, 2K20, they they have a – you can make a 30-man Royal Rumble with just released superstars. <laughs> The WWE release. So Bo Dallas, Kurt Hawkins, EC3, Samoa Joe, Kalisto, Lars Sullivan. No, wait, Jose, Jack Gallagher, Rusev, Sin Cara, Tucker, Matt Hardy, Eric Young, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Zack Ryder. Oh, Harper, he's dead. Curtis Axel, Big Slow, Christian, Nash Wilder, Heath Slater, Mojo Raleigh, Cassius O'Neill, or Cassius O'Neill, Cassius Ono, idiot. Yeah, Mike Canellis. Razor, Rowan, Scott Dawson, Andrade. So, how crazy is it Samoa Joe got released in the Iconics, and yet Matt Riddle, Austin Theory, and Velveteen Dream still on the payroll? You don't like Velveteen Dream? I'm just saying, like, you know, I mean, them the two, the, the those three, you probably wouldn't want them on your payroll right now with what they got going on in the court system. Just saying. Yeah, that's kind of crazy to me that Billy Kay and yeah. Peyton Royce were both released. Right. Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, I like Velveteen Dream, 
But uh, you know, he kind of need to go and get that stuff straightened out. Him and uh, Riddle, you know, he, Riddle need to be, you know, he, he ought to be putting on a suit right about now instead of stepping in that ring, you know. And I, Austin I Theory you too. Man, don't like you some Velveteen Dream. No, I like him as a wrestler, but I mean, oh, as a person, he's a piece. He's a, yeah, he's a piece, man. All three of them jokers are pieces, you know, like. Yeah, I mean, you know, like Velveteen, you know, he out here exposing the dream to, to allegedly, you know, out here exposing the dream to, to to youngins, you know, Austin Theory out here talking to and talking to the youngins allegedly, and then you know you got Riddle allegedly, you know, assaulting women in the van, you know, on the way in between shows. Yeah, they got rid of. Uh, who else they get rid of? They got rid of Mickey James. Yeah, man. Which I was ready for her to come back home anyway, so. Yeah, there you go. It got cold and lonely on the nights, you know. Cold and lonely. Uh, that's all right. Well, we're going to end this. We're going to do some watch-alongs next week. Thank you to Wes Anderson for my quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter, at songs. Bye, Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing, Crandall Squatty Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DanyTransformation.com, Sparty Steve as well, of course. And hopefully we'll have him on the show soon, probably in July. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Rest easy in the big easy. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so.